0: What is your favorite classic Disney show?
1: Lizzie
0: McGuire. Uh, uh, Zach and Cody. That's so Raven.
2: What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went so many different directions. No, let's not get into that. No, well, let's get into it.
0: I couldn't even say it right. I meant to I'm say really? That's So Raven. If you didn't catch that. No, Zach we did. and Cody, true. Yo, I was gonna I say w- Lizzie McGuire.
1: I felt like one one of you guys was going to say Even Stevens for some reason.
0: I actually oh, yeah, didn't watch one. Even Stevens that much. I didn't mm. see... Or like
1: Fresh Prince or something like that.
0: That's not a I Disney watched... show.
1: Fresh Prince of Valor is not a TV show? No, Disney show, yeah. Got it, got
0: it. I meant like Disney Channel. What were you saying? You watch what?
2: Wait, are we in the podcast?
0: What do you mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are, is this the podcast? Yeah, why? <laughs> oh, it just did.
2: It sounded like you messed up or something. I don't know.
0: No, no, no. But I'm. Because I can hear the music <laughs> on my end. You guys can't hear okay. it on yours.
2: I thought you were like, oh, I messed up. Like, I didn't know. Okay, no, I cool. got it in right before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I said Zach and Cody. Why? It's a great show. Why did you say show?
1: Zach and Cody? I, Sweet
0: Life or.
2: I Sweet mean, Life. Or Sweet on deck. deck sucks. On deck sucks. Yeah. Dude, on Twitter, like, someone wrote, like, um, this newer sh- Disney show they were like after this um, Disney started sucking and I was like no after Sweet Life on Deck like Disney started sucking and everyone clowned. I mean clowning. Hannah
1: Montana though
2: that wasn't after on Deck though that wasn't after on Deck that was it before it wasn't? oh yeah. okay
0: cause they had yeah, that yeah. cross episode with Yeah. like all like a Wizards bunch of the shows Wizards of Waverly Place yeah. Th- I mm. think
2: that's where Raven also came in but yeah. that was my favorite generation like right well to there. be fair I
0: mean I haven't seen anything really after on deck, like I remember when like Phineas and Ferb was getting hot, like I had no idea what that was. So I don't know what they're like, but all I know is Lizzie McGuire, That's or Raven, Sweet Life, like uh, Kim Possible, all those were just like, and it's it's crazy to think that like girls were the leads of all those shows now that I'm That's why I'm surprised
1: it. you chose That's So Raven. I'm, I mean, Zach and Cody less, like, surprised me because it was a dude show, but I feel like you usually choose a show that, like, identifies with you.
0: That I mean, That's So Raven. It was just, like, it did identify because it was just, like, a perfect sort of, like, family household that everyone's bagging on each other. There's, like, these mm-hmm. certain situations and stuff, and it was just real. It wasn't forced. And nowadays, I feel like there's a lot of forced stuff, like, with, you know, when, when they're trying to push... um either feminism or like uh certain races to be leads and stuff like that and you know most of the time it works out but sometimes it's just like yo like just put the best product out don't just do things just to do it and you know sometimes people will say like i mean i've even said this like sometimes like girls doing comedy doesn't end up being as funny as it used to be because i think that like that whole thing is there where it's kind of like put in your face rather than just being like them just being themselves and sometimes that's mm-hmm. just comes off so much more authentic and stuff that's like me getting on stage doing stand up and just being like everything you think is think
1: like the the feminism is like was like forced instead of just being it and, and not like just not just
0: fem- I'm I'm just giving that as an example cuz we were talking about the girls right. lead but I'm saying like if I was just on stage and being like every single thing I talk about has to do with like my uh you know Shortcomings as and, and like me being discriminated against and stuff like that when that's not my reality you know mm-hmm. I don't know That got serious for no reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right guys, thank you for tuning in to an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer I'm Frost.
1: My name is Amber
2: and this is brought to you by Olive Theory. You can find us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can hear us everywhere on SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And if you want to see the visual aspect and see for us eating a banana, you can see us on YouTube.
1: Mm. For what reason are you eating a banana on the podcast right now?
2: (laughs) Bananas are good. Yeah. Is this
1: like a part of your brand now? I feel like, like you know, the music videos and everything is always, always a banana for some reason.
0: I eat bananas a lot. Bananas are one a great sort of source of potassium. Right. Two, the best fruit, the most convenient.
1: The best fruit.
2: Yeah, and yeah, and if you want to find out more about Frost's, <laughs> more endeavors, with, if Frost's endeavors with bananas, you can email us at strangeflavorspodcast@gmail.com.
0: <laughs> I would actually love to explain it, so please send an email <laughs> asking us. What's up, guys? How is your um? What day are we on? Like f- thirty-five. I thought it was forty-something. 40 something. Fortieth day, whatever, um, we'll call it like second month, pretty much of quarantine going. Oh, cool! <laughs> right, that right. That's, that's really that was.
1: Let's just point <laughs> out that Shamir has an
0: amazing mustache right now.
2: Yes, great. Go, go on YouTube. I'm so, not
0: even. I'm right. not even just saying that. Like, it actually looks really good on
2: you. Thank you, Amber. What do you mm-hmm. think? I want to hear Amber's opinion.
1: I think your mustache is, is there. <laughs> That's
2: not a good response. Amber, remember when you had one
0: on the podcast?
1: Oof. Oh. That hurt.
0: Listen, guys. Can I talk about this? Because it's Do funny. you want
1: me to expose you? Do you want me to expose you guys? So what had happened was that they Oh no no, mentioned- no 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 no, no. Uh, alright, that's what I thought. I think- so basically the though it was brought up that, you know, girls and mustaches, we had noticed somebody with one and we just laughed it off, you know, and I was like, listen, I didn't get to take care of mine either. Like it's all good. And mine was like three days two days before I was going to Hawaii. I was like, you know, right before like a really big event, you wanna like save it up so you can get like a fresh haircut, fresh eyebrows, whatever. I had a little upper upper lip mustache going, okay? And um,
0: I was looking at it it. the whole time, the whole podcast. I was so distracted. (laughs) You and our guest, okay? That's what I'm I'm saying is
1: that you said it about our guest.
0: That doesn't expose me. That exposed, I'm not gonna say who the guest was, but like you (laughs) and the guest both were rocking and your mustache was like interlocking. And I was just like, what is going on right now?
1: That's so funny because you guys didn't even mention to me. You guys are so fake and so phony because on the actual podcast day y'all have to mention the guest mustache, but y'all never mentioned that to me. No,
0: I said it. I said I saw both of yours.
2: I wasn't Mm -hmm. noticing yours. I didn't didn't know
0: I didn't see it at first, but then when we got into the podcast, it just I was like, whoa. (laughs) What's going on right now? And then I was just like, geez, like is (laughs) she's gonna edit this video and then she's gonna see that.
1: To be honest, it wasn't in the video, so we're good there. But should we say what happened the next day?
0: What happened next day?
1: I had been, um, basically, I came across an attractive male, and um, they had <laughs> they had <laughs> pointed at my mustache, and then smirked to acknowledge my mustache to me. And like when they thought I it was say. Hot? No, like they were acknowledging <laughs> that they saw it on my face. And I oh, was like, oh, you,
0: no, you said it's your crush.
1: No, no I said it wasn't. Yeah, your crush. Listen, listen. <laughs> so that's listen, even listen.
0: worse. You go up to your crush, you're a girl, you're rocking a mustache. Why were So he judged you.
1: So this is what happened is that, and again, he wasn't my crush, he was an attractive male.
0: Yeah, but you said and crush. And
1: I walked to the side, and so. Um, I was like trying to hide my face, so I really wasn't trying to make contact with anybody before I left Hawaii. Like the podcast happened, cool, but like, and like, I don't really care about y'all. But like, I was like, cool. I'm just gonna like, you know, rock this stash, rock these messy brows till I leave, and then I'll like get them done right before I leave. This person comes up to me out the blue, did not expect them to be there, and I legit tried. You know when in the sunlight, like the hair shines. All right. So I'm I'm like oh hey how you doing all right that's cool I'll catch you later like, oh how you been like I haven't seen you. Da-da-da. You should have done a one like, of
0: these like when when girls cover their mouth. <laughs> hey. so I know I know I what just, that is I by the way. I just tried
1: to like turn I to like turn turn around just like and then they just go hey and they put their thumb Ew. and they put it near they put it near my mouth they were like like pointed at it and they were, like
0: that is <laughs> just di- like. That is not only gross, that is disrespectful. Yeah, what's wrong with your crush? Uncalled for.
1: Uh, He's not my crush, but I was like, (laughs) I was, and all all I did was I was like, Hey, I'm brown. Like, it is what it is. Like,
2: It is what it is. (laughs) is." Did you feel bad for a second?
1: (laughs) I wanted, I was mortified, sir. Like, it was. Was he
0: trying to help you out? Like, what is that even, what's the purpose
2: of that?
1: i don't know but he had just made it seem like haha like i noticed it it's cute and i was like he said it's cute cute."
2: he's into he He
0: likes the all natural
1: (laughs) 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 okay let's move on new topic new topic
0: (laughs) um shamir you have been killing it with the vlog sir
1: appreciate Mm -hmm.
0: it um how how is it like getting your family involved because usually you don't put your family in the vlogs and stuff and they're um, I mean, your mom's like outgoing and stuff like that, but I think your brother and, and your dad are a little bit more like laid back, cool. Like, um, but what does it take for the, for you to like convince them to be in it?
2: Um, I think I think it's just like coaching them along, mm-hmm. and like they they enjoy it. They just don't know what to do. Yeah. So they need like intense coaching. Like, hey, I need you to be here. If like if I give them the camera, that's probably like the most intense I be, I become. Hmm. I'm like, yo, zoom in like this, zoom in, and I kind of forget like, nobody knows how to use a camera. But um, I think so, it's- So
0: wait, your brother was doing some of those shots with like when you were like cutting your hair and m- stuff like that?
2: My mom was. Okay. So, so it's mostly me and my mom. She God. knows how to use a camera, but yeah. like, right it's hard to like tell people like what you want. Your vision, your, your vision. vision. Hmm. Right. So that's kind of where I get into like director mode, like no one needs to be like this, whatever. Yeah. but. I mean i think getting my family involved is like really fun for all of us mm-hmm. it's like it's an activity that we all do together and they kind of like don't they realize it you know and it makes them more excited to do things around the house because yeah. usually they're either you know fixing something or gardening or whatever like cooking so this is like a fun activity for them um and all of us so
0: yeah um <clears throat> no they're awesome so it's it's cool to see like some of some people who are like really expanding on like their art forms and stuff like that um the guys have been doing this 30-day challenge to encourage one another to work out so like our group of friends shamir's in that as well our friend you know my little brother Dawar, Ahmad, Saad, some of those guys you guys know from um the vlogs and the and the videos and stuff like that but we try to we try to check up on each other we have like a shared note and we send each other snaps um So that you know everybody stays active and not just like gets caught up in being lazy and and i know everybody's schedules and stuff are off track amber um took this to the next level so amber do you want to talk about what you're doing with the girls
1: (laughs) so after i talked to you guys about it like i think two weeks ago now and i was like oh you know i had spoken to a few girls they wanted me to work out with them on facetime video and I heard that you guys were doing your guys' thing, and I was like, let me like, join you guys. And you guys were like, well, how about you start one with the girls? And I was super hesitant because I was like, well, the also, girls are you not were like, oh,
0: I have to do this this way, and I have to I do have this to that way. I have to to do (laughs) modified push-ups, I have to, and my back. Yeah,
1: because the idea of it is that, like, I don't want to be a burden on other people's workouts, because, like, for example, like, when I have to do, like, I can't do a lot of, like, core things, so all the core things that I do are tailored towards, like, people with back injuries, or, like, um, at least things that don't really involve your back much. And so the form is really important, and I I was really hesitant about it, because I was, like who's going to, like, it's easy to just do some curl-ups, shred your abs a little bit, and get it done. Like, who's going to want to do it the long way with me mm-hmm. type of thing? And so I was like, you know what? Let me just try to ask the same people who have asked me and a few more friends, a few more girlfriends. I was like, would you be interested in, you know, doing this thing with me or whatever? And almost everybody I asked, and I gave, and I was like, hey, like, this is a completely optional thing. Like, don't feel pressured. And I would say I asked probably... 10 people and eight people said yes like immediately and other people said oh i want to join but i'm not going to be doing the workout so i was like I-, I want this group to be like strictly the people who are like planning on working out like if you're planning so you on it over working face out, time, right? do right so what we do is that we have a shared note i stole your guys's like graph or like a uh, chart from your guys's note and we target um cardio squats we have a squat challenge and we have uh core and for me, like I think that those things kind of really tie everything together. And so yeah, we basically have like hearts to indicate each thing. And so each person has to complete all three tasks per day. And to motivate them, they don't have to do and it you with a me gold on FaceTime. <laughs> to motivate them, what I did is that I said I would run a class every day. Like while I'm working out, I'll let you guys join in and then you guys can do it with me if that's motivational. And it turned into like a kind of like a dynamic where like i'm like like i don't know training the class almost and so now i just recently just say added amber
0: coach coach amber coach con coach con.
1: Tra- amber the trainer um but yeah n- now i just added a really cute thing where um whoever gets the most amount of hearts by the end of the month wins an at-home training kit set so just a fun little thing what is and that I'm into what the surprised.
2: heck or is that a surprise
1: it's um no it's I'm about to, join. About to show them. I'm gonna it's win a this. training kit. It has like oh, I got to join this. the resistance bands, the jump ropes and the sliders. <laughs> and this is actually the girl who I went to Hawaii with for the retreat. That's her and this is her training kit and I had an extra one so yeah like it's just like a fun thing and all the girls are a lot more involved than i thought and it gets me most importantly than everything else it gets me to make sure that i do my workout into the maximum capacity every single day amber, which is like very great
0: why don't you do this over like only fans or something
1: <laughs> like I, like <laughs> let, let me let me start <laughs> like i just became trainer amber like a week and a half ago it's you going could do that though. right
0: like there's no rules to that right Like what? Like if you're doing OnlyFans, it's not just for like girls that want to like sell whatever, like nudes or whatever. One of the
1: most followed girls on OnlyFans is a personal trainer.
2: Oh, okay. So that's And she like
1: does her workouts and stuff, yeah. And
2: she's a nude model. Is she a nude
1: model?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know who you're talking about, how would I know?
1: Oh yeah, I just know that one of the most followed girls is like a fitness. Working
0: out while nude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been working on some art. Um, we have new merch coming out. And we're gonna continue um, putting out like some cool ideas. There's this one that we just uh, put out. Um, that's called Bon Hub. Um, bon is obviously a delicious, thisy sweet, and um, a
1: fire graphic. By the way,
0: thank you very much. Thanks. So, I think the idea is to go down the road and, and put out more merch like that. Um, I know you guys have been asking a lot for more of that type of merch and we'll do it um, so keep an eye out for that if you want to get that um, you know hit us up on Ronaldo Pono and we'll, we'll link you up and um, yeah we'll keep that going um, so I saw this uh, I saw this tweet really bothered me a lot and I wanted to discuss it a girl is saying that a guy ordering dessert on a date is a red flag for me That's a female thing to do for real. Ooh. Now.
1: Frost is hurt. Frost is so hurt. Frost eats dessert with every meal. A little dessert.
0: Listen, if that's a red flag, then if I was on a date with her, I would be the entire pride flag. I would be six flags. I would be the entire every red flag in the United Nations because I am ordering dessert. I'm... I am already decided what does that wasn't even a sentence I'm already I have already decided what dessert I want before I know the entree. Entrees are hard to pick. Desserts I know exactly like and and there's like enough options. Sometimes
1: Did she give a reason? Like what's yeah, the what's reason? Well, Let's the see. Reply. Let's
0: let's read some more. It's a red flag for me, people, because she got a lot of hate for it. If a guy's on a date with a woman, the woman should be the only one asking for appetizers and dessert. Men eat meals, all caps. Like, seriously, you can just taste some Uh, of whatever uh, I ordered. I would seriously rather a N-word order (gasps) two meals than to order an appetizer before his meal. If you dat damn hungry. You look sassy ordering a spinach dip.
1: (laughs) No. Uh. Okay.
0: Honestly, there I can Wait, name so many no restaurants. Wait, there's no logic, though. What's I understand the, the what's the logic? Sometimes no, 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 no. Sometimes the appetizers at certain restaurants are even better than entrees. Let me give you an example. PF Chang's Dynamite Shrimp, boom. Uh, what's it called? Bonefish Grill Bang Bang Shrimp, boom. Uh, what's there's another restaurant that it's local, but like their crab dip with pretzels, way better than anything on their entrees and places that I can literally, I would only go there for dessert because they don't have a single thing on their menu that I would ever eat.
1: TBH, it sounds like her thought on that is a red flag for whatever dude is about to join her on a date. I would also like 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 to say
0: in a non-judgmental way that she is very large. (laughs) How can you, (laughs) how can you, (laughs) she's fat, okay? Let's call it what it is. She's fat, and ooh. you can't be talking that way about other what other people choose to want to put in their body. What is even, like, it's a feminine thing to order dessert? Are you kidding me?
1: I would, okay, I'm just saying, Do hypothetically you, speaking, explain if I was it, on a date, it. I can't, like, I don't really see females ordering dessert like that because they're typically trying to be like, you know, ooh, I'm just gonna have the salad and salad. you know. Okay, on a, <laughs> you
0: but, know? but on a date, it can be considered very, like, hot, like, To get a dessert? Yeah, like oh, let's get this like mousse with some chocolate syrup and a cherry, and like let me put the cherry in your mouth. Do you want to
1: get dessert? Let's share Share the ice cream or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like let's share a dessert. But I mean, you're saying that you need to like, as a girl, you need to order dessert and you can have a bite of my high dower in the back.
0: Is ordering dessert feminine?
1: Uh, Ordering dessert?
0: Yeah. yeah. He said no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're asking the wrong person.
1: You're asking the wrong household.
0: (laughs) He said, he said, why order the dessert when you are the dessert?
2: Oh my God. God.
0: (laughs) Listen, Miss Fish Scale. First of all, your name is Fish Scale. Okay. Fish Scale. (laughs) You are not a fish scale. You're like a Loch Ness Ness Monster Scale.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Oh.
0: I you need can't. to take your thoughts back to wherever they came from. I don't understand how this many people agree with her what
2: she's saying. How, how, what are the what's the retweet and like?
1: Count? Well, I mean, to be honest, when she said the spinach dip, They're like that thousands. was pretty funny.
2: Yeah, I I understand the spinach dip. Like someone's like, oh, can I get that spinach? Spinach dip is, is like, healthy. That's fine, but it's like someone who's so particular about like dip appetizers. Spinach probably not
1: healthy. It's probably all like ricotta cheese <coughs> with like a little bit of spinach in there, but still.
0: It's better than whatever, like if you're going to a restaurant, don't think that you're going to be eating healthy in the first place. There's so much oil and accurate, butter in everything. Like, what do you no, even doing? No, but
1: she said she, she's she's like saying that men need to be masculine and order like meals or whatever. But like, don't. Amber, don't Amber want, don't turned into a
2: robot for a second.
0: Men order <laughs> meals. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's Honestly, so interesting.
0: sometimes it's better to order like a few appetizers than an entire meal. Because sometimes they, like on a meal, for example, if you order like a steak with mushrooms, they'll give you like a little tiny steak with like a million mushrooms and stuff. And what, what if you don't want that many? I'm not even going to like keep going about this because she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Okay. Um, I love
1: how upset it made you, though. I'm glad. It who made does she you think she something.
0: is? Dessert is. Never mind. Screw you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like dessert um, is essential.
0: Um, there's been there's been a few trends going on uh, during this time of quarantine. Certainly not with celebrities, though, because celebrities don't know what to do with their lives, um, right. which is kind of funny. Except
1: Tyga. Except Tyga.
0: Well, Tyga's on TikTok. Everybody's on TikTok. Um, Mm -hmm. This guy uh, from uh, what's it called? Audio Mac. Yeah, Audio Mac. Um, He's like a has some position over there. He was he had uh, been asking uh, label reps this week how they plan to market artists during a pandemic when video content is in short supply and touring is out. And he said the most common answer uh, that he got back was encouraging artists to make viral hashtag challenge music. Another oh. thing, another thing that sort of makes me like, ah, eh, because it's just like, there are people that are. We making- already know
1: how you feel about the two C slide from the last pod. Hey,
0: two like- C slide. Like at first, it wasn't doing numbers, but then everybody gave in, and it's so funny because at first everyone was kind of saying like, "Yo, like, do we really think that this is good or not?" And then extreme promo came out, and like Drake made everybody like brainwashed into doing it and stuff and then everyone's like "Ah, I guess I have to do it now you know what I'm saying like that thinking is real thinking that like "Ah, I guess if everyone's doing it so
1: are you a fan now
0: no I'm not a fan of it it's still (laughs) whack
2: but that's that's what I think Drake does with a lot of his projects
0: no but I like a lot of his projects
2: yes I'm sure like he has great songs but I think a lot of the songs are just okay and we just listen to it like 10 times until we like it And I
0: think that's a lot of his songs are. I mean, for example, like the... uh, What was it called? If you're reading this, it's too late. Um, A lot of people say that that's really fire. A lot of people say that that's his most fire project. and
1: Take Care is the most fire one for me. Like, that will forever be.
0: Sure. Some people consider that a classic. Um, When I heard if you're reading this, I was just like, I don't know. And still to this day, I'm just like, I mean, I guess. But you can't, like you can't convince me after if something naturally sort of like you gravitate towards it after a while because after a few listens you're like this is pretty good but if everybody else is listening to it, and it like you just get caught up in it that's what i'm just like i don't know about um but with what this I find guy myself, is saying
1: oh sorry no go ahead as I, I like for some reason like i find myself really enjoying the songs that I am like hearing off TikTok now. Like for some reason, that's how I'm finding new music. Sometimes now.
0: I forget what the song is. I've been hearing. Uh, I, I listened to the Weekend album as soon as it came out. Blinding Lights was a dope song, and then I saw the Blinding Lights challenge where everybody runs. We actually did it. My siblings and I did it, um, where everybody runs and does this like synced dance move. And I totally forgot that that was Blinding Lights. And there's so many songs like that on there that you just sort of forget because you're just you're attaching it to TikTok now.
1: I don't know if there's any like that
0: for you guys. Um,
1: I don't know, but like Megan The Stallion is blowing up like like a lot. Savage and then also Captain Hook. Like her, she dropped an album like not too long ago. I would say like a month ago. And so many of the songs are going viral. And I'm going to make a probably controversial statement, but I'm going to say that Megan is like kind of gives me the same vibe and energy that Nicki did, except... Don't hold this against me, but Amber, literally no one's gonna hold anything you say about Nikki
0: Cardi or whoever <laughs> You're like oh so controversial still in the same world.
1: You you might not However, there are people who are fans and they might and I would say that Megan the stallion gives me that same energy except more authentic like she like she gives off You're that saying Nikki same, is fake I'm not saying Nikki's fake. I'm just She's saying Megan feels more authentic.
0: Faker. Yo
2: Doja Cat is the realist that's
1: true
0: that's true doja cat is fun
2: yeah like she doesn't care she doesn't care do whatever that's true. she raps she raps
1: yeah that's true but like her singing stuff is like
2: i think yeah she's
1: got a great voice yeah
0: and and she's she's blowing up she's like a she's like a meme but a really fire meme because she started out with the moo song and then she still like gets on and like uh, on her lives and stuff and is dressed up as like an elf or random things. And then, um, if you're if you're she's a, funny, if you're a nerd before you blow up, then I feel like you have a huge leverage afterwards. What I mean by that is like when people know what they're talking about, whether it be an like anime is a huge thing, right? Where. Like, if you knew anime before, you have this huge audience right afterwards that is like, whoa, he knows anime. Oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. he actually knows what he's talking about or she knows what she's talking about. If you try to get into it after the fact, um, like Drake sometimes does, whether it be like with uh, Fortnite or something, then that community hates you even more. <laughs> Where they're like, yo, you're not even a real player. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing it for clout. Like, Ninja w- was here doing this thing, and now you're trying to get literally everybody's clout, but... Um, yeah, yeah she like
1: does like cosplay and stuff, and there's a huge community for that. And I think she, she like identifies with being an e-girl, which is like, you know, now a different definition than what it initially was because it seemed to be like a cam girl at first, but now it's more like a, I don't know, like a trendy like e-girl. Obviously a TikTok e-girl. That's what she identifies as. A is that
0: like a person. is that like an e-boy? Like a girl version nah. of an e-boy? Nah, it's
2: yeah. like it, it's like a girl who like live streams playing like. Vi- you know like that video game aesthetic like she like mm-hmm. dresses up as characters and like what guys is that, just what does the e for?
0: stand for cuz e boy is emo boy right
1: yeah so what's
0: so. e girl
2: i think it's like internet like internet is with an i no like you know email like electronic oh. girl, electronic oh. girl. Hmm. Yeah, oh
1: electronic girl yeah cuz she even put up this video on youtube that got like so many hits of her like Like the makeup look that she did was just like so unique and she just like sets apart from so many other like singers and rappers.
0: Mm. Um, Yeah, I just think it's interesting that right now a lot of the people, a lot of celebrities who aren't necessarily like, um, you know, self like independent in their process of creating are kind of screwed and looking for you know, ways to stay relevant, whereas people that came up on YouTube or, you know, that are naturally just sort of artistic on their own, they can, you know, set up a mic in their room and and just record songs or make beats or whatever. Um, They're thriving because there's not Mm -hmm. there's not the sort of professional competition per se or like the, you know, super famous competition or whatever. Um, Tory Lanez has right. been thriving. Tory Lanez with quarantine oh, right. radio, he got he got <laughs> kicked off for a little because he was having uh, nudity on there, but then he's back and <laughs> yeah, people are people are loving quarantine radio. He's had some crazy guests on there. Um, Didn't he
1: get millions of followers like over the span of like two days or something because of yeah.
2: it? Yeah, I'm sure. And and I think he just dropped his like last album with his like uh, record label. So now he's like completely independent. And now he's like even going crazier with the music. He's like, I'm going to drop every week. Like, he's just so excited to be independent.
0: That's dope. Um, Yeah,
2: And also um, he was like, speaking of like independent, like creative, like being in your own home. mm -hmm. He, um, I was watching some of his videos, like even before quarantine and I'd look in the description and it'd be like edited by Tory Lanes. I was like, wait, he edited this? Really? Like, it wasn't even, like, that great editing. Yeah. But it was, like, something that people would pay, like, thousands of dollars for, mm. just for a simple edit. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's very impressive. Like, he's just editing his own videos. True. If you
0: if you ever made it to the level where, say, you're too busy or, or you're, like, big enough where you can afford to have anything done for you, in any of your process of creating, whether it be music or, you know, filming, whatever, what's something that you would be OK with giving up and what's something that you wouldn't be OK with giving up? Whoa, that's a hard one. Can you start? <laughs> um, so I mean, just just thinking about it, it's like in the in the music. Let's just talk about a music video because it kind of covers a good amount of uh, area. So you have the the writing portion. Um, you have the the music making portion. Um, you have the delivery you have the performance the acting the editing the screenwriting all of that right uh i think something i would never give up is the writing that's like i couldn't i don't know if i can unless i'm unless i'm like involved in it i can't just ha- like have something handed to me um because i wouldn't like i I guess I've never experienced that before either, but I just wouldn't like know what to do with that. I only know mm-hmm. how to perform to my own like writing and stuff and like because that sort of I guess that's my favorite thing about the process. Um, so you'd
1: keep so you'd uh, keep that and what would you give up?
0: I would um, I'd be okay with maybe direct I'd be definitely okay with directing. I'd be okay with uh performing. Like I love writing for other people. Um so mm-hmm. I wouldn't I would love to write for other people. Um Yeah, I think to simplify it that editing I guess that could be another one. I would I would want to be involved a little bit in the process like in case they totally mess it up or like I'm more qualified or something like that and they're doing simple things that like they're not getting, they're getting paid more than enough to do or whatever.
2: Yeah. What about you, Shamir? I would probably give up. I would say editing. Um, even though I love editing and like love that, I think like especially working with ev- everyone here, like when someone else as- edits it, I'm so excited to see the product. It makes me more excited the product. When I'm editing myself, I, I kind of like get tired of it while I'm editing. So like even though I was part of everything else, when someone else edits it. Like, when the video comes out, I'm so hyped. And that's, like, the greatest feeling. And I'm ready to, like, help push that or whatever. Um, Also, another thing could be, like, producing the song. Like... Yeah. Like, if someone else produces it, it just puts me into that, like, writing zone. That's it. But when I produce my own stuff, it's cool. Like, I get more control and stuff. But while I'm writing, I'm like, oh, this snare could be harder. Or this kick could be harder. And that kind of distracts me from the writing. Mm. So... Um but when I hear like a beat and I just like get in the mood it that's like the best feeling ever so that's probably my answer. Do you have any uh,
1: comments I'm on it? I'm not a music I'm not a music person so I don't really know if mine's valid but like the I'm like I really don't care to do it like from scratch but I don't mind like helping somebody's vision come to life so like the acting part of it I would enjoy like the personality part of it you know like making it actually like Lively, I feel like That's the part I would enjoy the most. I don't really like have one to give up and to take on cuz Yeah, (laughs) I'm not really much of a music person, but
0: I think it can be tough when you're coming up, especially as a youtuber or whatever when you have full control of everything and Then you get a little bit more attention. and You're like working with other people to trust what they're gonna do with it and just the sort of like deep passion that some people have for it. Some people, they grow up and they're like, whether they might be like a singer or like uh, whatever. Um, and they just want to be able to sing. Yeah. And they just want the most out of that. And then there's people that are like, no, everything has to be all aligned with that. Something I yeah. saw recently, uh, this tweet, um, it was saying like, Apple Music needs to make their covers like be able to get zoomed in on um like the the actual art cover art mm. for the songs and stuff. Uh because a lot of people spend a ton of time on them. And I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, when I was little, that was one of my favorite things about music. Holding a physical album and just staring at the cover and like Wait,
1: didn't you make some? What? Didn't you make some, like, CD covers?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, I'm not saying for myself. Obviously, I do, like, cover art for us and everything like that. I'm talking about, like, when you get a new Eminem or, you know, whoever, Mm. uh, 50 Cent album in your hands physically. Like, looking at the cover art. And then inside, sometimes there would be, like, extra, like, pictures from it and stuff. And then, like, even on my iPod, just seeing that cover art show up was just like I don't know why it just like symbolically it was just like wow like this is this piece of art or photo like represents this entire like arrangement of this person's life in music at this moment in time yeah. and some people go so hard on cover arts um that it's just like you just feel good or at least I feel good um just looking at it and I feel like that art and appreciation has been lost a little bit because there's so much coming out and it's so like it's such like a last minute thing
2: yeah but yeah i don't
0: i don't know how you guys feel about it
2: like i also would say going back to the last question like that's probably something like i would give up too Mm -hmm. because i love like collaborating whatever it may be and seeing other people's like physical art like be much better than mine because i don't want to like spread myself too thin like i just kind of want to do what i'm good at And like, obviously I know I'm like a good drawer. I could be so much better. It's just like, I want to spend my time on other things. So that's like one thing. But um, also going back to like the YouTube versus like the singer that just sings, we've met like some pretty up there people that maybe just sing or maybe like their managers or whatnot, and they're always impressed by like what we can do. Mm -hmm. Like being as YouTubers, like we can edit, we can direct. Um, Like this guy who's managed like other artists He's like, you guys are YouTubers, but you can also perform them, perform these songs. You guys are really good. You guys can improv, all this stuff. Like, I think YouTubers are heavily underrated when it comes to that, when they're actually good at it, um, which I think we're amazing at. But um, I don't know. I think that's like a talent that a lot of people kind of undermine just because they're YouTubers. Bro, but isn't it a burden too? Yes, but I, I feel like, you know, it's, like, the more... I feel like you have more fun with it, to be honest. Like, how you're
0: saying you don't want to spread yourself out too thin, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, when you are able to execute certain things, um, like, better than people that you could pay for or whatever, they can't get it right. and you, And, like, that becomes... Because you've had to mm. do everything on your own for so long that, like, you're at that point where it's just like man like I, I can only you know kind of trust myself or like you're the, the burden of just like executing the vision the way that you know it's supposed to be because you know what the behind the scenes is does that make sense? like yeah right. like if, if if Elon right if Elon didn't know anything about all the different things that he's in he was just a money guy he like could just put his money out there and the products could turn into whatever but because he knows about what it takes to build that stuff how it's made he knows like the engineering and the technology and everything behind his products he has to be involved just as much as everyone else because otherwise like i don't know if you've seen some of those videos i think that's like
1: the exact definition of like Pono though like because it is like from like scratch to ending like even the little things like at the end of the song uh, there's like sometimes you go like on a riff or like a little thing with the editing like those are such staples and other people who would per se come in and edit that wouldn't know how like those things are or like how people who the audience members are like know that this is a staple or um like the rest things, like, people know that that happens at the end. Like, I had somebody text me, like, Oh, I love listening to the last minute of the songs. Like, I repeat them just because I know that they're always there. Or, like, you know, the characters and that. So I feel like having that whole process, what you're saying, is, like, the definition of ronopono. Like, doing it from start to yeah. end and, like, having it be a complete and total thought. I wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like, it's... At the end of the day, it's such, like, a blessing. It's so much fun. But... Like, when I, when I hear, like, Kanye or Chance talk about it, for example, of, like, their involvement in everything that they do because, like, Chance, right? Chance was, at the time, a new kid. Like, he was coming up. He was the hot artist and stuff while Kanye was making his Life of Pablo, right? And uh, he couldn't, like, contain himself. He needed, like the songs that he was writing and that he was part of the production for to be that way and kanye was like kind of getting annoyed or whatever and that sort of you know clash ended up making some of the most beautiful art and it was like again it's like it's amazing like what ends up happening when you have that sort of mentality or whatever at the same time it is kind of like that uh like frustration that like other people don't necessarily have like Future can come mm-hmm. in, spit some bars, and leave, and then he can just chill all day, and he'll still mm-hmm. be like appreciated, uh, similarly to a lot of his peers, but he might not necessarily have like that same involvement or whatever.
1: The jack of all trades type thing, but I think I think that's the defi- like that's the biggest difference now is that like for example, you guys are not going to be as infected, infected.
2: Infected. Whoa.
1: <laughs> Affected by the quarantine as much as these people who don't have all those skill sets, I think like this is a very like random example. Like n- no other time in history, really, in our lives, has this been a situation where that would be the case. But like, look, guys, it happened, and you guys have all the skill sets to still keep doing what you're doing. Where as other people might not be able to thrive in the way that they were before.
0: A thousand percent. It's, like, it's definitely like, like far how you said, more a blessing. With having to... Way.
1: Way. Make um what is it viral tick tock trend songs like they're having to now like do something that might even be they they don't even want to do, but just because it it'll be something that'll keep them relevant or popular yeah. and maybe even inauthentic to themselves
0: I guess that's where I'm coming from is just like that place of like when you know too much, it can be a bad thing not sure. not like a not like a bad thing, but it can be. Again, like kind of like a struggle where like you like it's a blessing could, and a
1: curse. It's a blessing. and Yeah. A curse. Like
0: we could just be here and be like, yo, Tuesday slide is it. Let's make uh this whatever. But the fact that like, like, I'll bring it up and be like, yo, like, let's debate this. Let's talk about why, like, people don't understand the full picture or whatever. Like, and there, and there can be like nitpicking little microaggressions or, or, or whatever about like these processes of like compared to because you know what it takes and like what other people are doing and you study a lot of this stuff that you know when somebody's like just doing it because they can or whatever and and there's a lot more to it i'm not like there's a whole process and and like i'm sure drake and everybody spent a lot of time on it i'm just talking about like it's funny how sometimes like knowing as much can sometimes like be a be a weird thing when it comes to how other people see things. Sure. Um, but but speaking of like the, the quarantine situation and like when everybody's going to get back uh, to work or whatever, the I saw this on CNN, the Los Angeles mayor was saying that um, it would be very difficult to see large gatherings like concerts or sporting events resuming in the city before 2021. So...
1: So, I mean, on that same note, like... Do you do you guys see yourselves like being like going back out there like like I don't know if I'm going to be able to reenter the world without wearing a face mask and gloves when I go out now at least for a few months because I'm like const- like when you're so worried about something yeah. like it's going to be on your mind and when I I'm, I'm literally seeing like hundreds of people a day every day still And when you're seeing every single person come in with a face mask, we all have face masks on. We all have gloves on. We're switching out our gloves every 20 minutes, like all those precautions being taken. I feel like as a society, as a whole, we're going to be way more cautious going forward. And I do see it probably extending and being like not all all of it is going to be like the norm, but I can see parts of this going into the norm, like, people might start wearing gloves when they go grocery shopping or when they out, like, I could definitely see that.
2: So, yeah, you, I, you I think, like, a very important thing is also, like, um, we can't really do anything until there's a vaccine. Because the moment we go out, let's say, like, less people are getting infected, the curve is flattened, and we all start going out again, that c- boom, curve can it's go going boom, right back up. Right back up.
1: But are you going to be willing to take, do the vaccine?
2: I mean, I don't know, but, like, I'm just gonna not go out as much to answer your question. Like, I'm not gonna be <laughs> going to concerts. I'm not gonna be. I d- I don't go out to like heavily populated areas anyways. But I no, think. Well like you be going concert, to concerts you're, you're, like two. I just I just said goer. I won't go to concert anymore anymore. anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, even at the concert, right? I went to a concert like probably two weeks before like lockdown, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, no one touched me, like. Hmm. No one touched me and I'm always like that even like people are sweating around me I'm like I have to take like an hour-long shower and just cleanse everything I have to wash my shirts everything like I'm always like Those are the grossest places, but I don't know. I feel like everyone else is gonna be more cleaning around like here's hand sanitizer everywhere like No one's touching door handles.
0: Yeah at first they were saying like okay, by the end of May, and they pushed it to, like, July. Now people are saying, like, the end of the year. I was already thinking, like, um, I'm not going to be involved in that way with people till the end of the year anyway, because I don't know how long it's going to take to, like, completely go away or whatever. You guys know Dr. Fauci from the the White House? Like, he's the doctor that's been, like, with Trump. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He looks like a little mouse with glasses. Yeah. Um, he said that... Uh, Americans, this is on NPR, uh, do, uh, he said that Americans, no, he said people, no, Americans, <laughs> Americans should never shake hands ever again. And people were really upset about that. They were like, what are you talking about? Like, what, Like, we're not going to let this corona take over us and change the way that we live our lives and this and that. Like, people are really thinking at this point that this is all a setup and there's people protesting like in Michigan, they were like, you need to open up the economy again. There's a lot of people in the Midwest, which like it makes sense. There's not as many uh, people, I guess, infected there or whatever, and they're far away from each other. But
2: is that the reasoning? Like they just want to work again? Are they bored? Like what's no? The- no
0: their
1: primary they reason is the work thing. They need money. I- in my opinion, I would say that the gravity of it also isn't necessarily hitting them, especially in like non-populated areas like that. Like people, for example, people in New York know the gravity of it because they are the most populated um, place. I think more than any country, New York alone has the most amount of cases. If you're in New York, you're going to take it way more seriously versus a place where you know you have less people. And even um, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where it was like. We were all social distancing, but, like, we all met up to do the concert. Like, it wasn't, like, the worst idea ever and this and that. But, like, I Yet. had friends calling me from New York, like, two of my friends from New York being, like, boy, like, you went uh, and, like, saw this person. Like, you're not practicing social distancing. I was, like, no, like, what Like what do you mean? Like, we, like I haven't seen, I haven't been around people, they haven't been around people. Like, I can like meet up like like what do you mean like we're all practicing social distancing from like the world and as it gets more and more serious we're all taking it more and more seriously but again depending on where your location is and how badly it affects you that's how seriously you take it hmm. I think the I think the problem with his statement was the all or nothing mindset of we should never shake hands again versus, like, we need to take more precautions going forward when it comes to hygiene and interacting with other individuals. People are like, going to do what they're you... going to do
0: anyways. It's not like that's going to be, like, a law or something. But mm-hmm. it's just funny that, like, the way people I mean, it is a law to cover
1: your face right now. Is it? If you don't cover your face as of yesterday, you will get a fine.
2: Dang, I was everywhere?
1: out. Yeah, l- everywhere in Maryland.
2: Oh, okay. I was out without a mask. In, in
1: Maryland, in Maryland. You have to, even if it's a bandana, whether it's like something, if you don't have a facial covering, you and are seen by a police officer, you have every right to get a fine or be put in jail for like a few days or something like that. But obviously they're not trying to put people in jail because they ain't trying to spread the wrongness
0: It's funny who people rely on for their news and information. It's pretty much like Dr. Fauci versus Dr. Oz versus Dr. Phil right now. I saw Dr. Phil on the news saying um people die of car accidents and people die of um i forget what else he was saying but he was he was pretty much giving those statistics that you know how when people get shot by a gun and and people say like how many people got killed by drunk drivers and this and that uh that's what dr phil was saying he's like we don't shut down the economy for the car crashes i was like dr phil boy like this is who we're listening to right now my man is like not even a real doctor, and he's spreading like horrible information. He has
1: about his PhD, so technically he's a doctor, but like not like a medical doctor. I mean,
0: okay, but like a lot of stuff he says is whack, and
1: it is, it is. I'll agree. And
0: he needs to stick to giving advice to catch me outside, girl, and making people famous <sighs> Which that way because
1: he get all the way through her anyway.
0: Yeah, but like, I feel like whenever people make relations like that, they just overlook the entire thing of like. Okay, why don't why don't we listen to Doctor Phil for a second and see what happens when uh, we open the economy back up and everyone's back at work, and then someone close to him, you know, God forbid, something happens to them, and then he'll realize. But I, I mean, I it's think
1: people again. I, I said this in a previous podcast. Like people don't know how to react. So the opinions that I've heard, like something that I heard a few days ago was um, one of my personal friends had said, uh, I just think it's crazy that the everybody wants to take this so seriously but poverty's been an issue forever and i was like <laughs> hold on you have to understand the level and gravity of what you're saying because the the idea of people not helping homeless people or you know people who are uh, poverty stricken the fact that there's nonprofits and that whatever it's to its degree however this is something that is you know viral it is an infection and i again i think that people just have a hard time grasping like how like poverty isn't something that if i breathe on you now you're poor like you know the only connection
0: they should be making to that is like see what you're going through right now imagine not having anything and having to go through that like that's what people should be realizing and and learning to like help people that have uh that don't have as much as them after all of this is over that's the connection people should be making but they're like everyone like there's some people that are just like way too selfish to even realize that This thing, like, is it's not about you and, like, you want to party and and you want to open the economy back up and whatever, like, just, like, see what happens when you do stuff like that. I mean, I I would encourage you not to see what happens, but, like, (laughs) I feel like that's the only resort. Uh, Last Mm. last thing, um, AMC Theaters uh, said they might never reopen again due to the credit score decline uh, during COVID-19. Whoa. Is that...
1: Explain Explain what credit score decline is.
0: Pretty much they'd be going bankrupt. Like, there's a lot of Ooh. businesses that um, won't be able... Have already gone bankrupt and won't be able to come back. Uh, I think, Shamir, you were telling me about Boosted. The Boosted boards. Was that Oh, you?
2: yeah, but that was pre-quarantine. That was nothing... Oh, that had with. nothing to do with that? Yeah, that had oh. nothing to
0: do with quarantine. <laughs> That's that,
2: that was on the Trump China embargo trade embargo and stuff got it got it but but yeah like i mean well, still what
0: that's if, i mean i think that was from uh they stopped bringing in imports or whatever because of the corona that no, was no, early no. on no that, that was, was before like that a year ag- yeah oh.
2: like nine months ago but China. um i mean like why are they still doing credit checks and stuff during corona like how's amc supposed to make any money yeah i mean
1: but are you about to go into a movie theater after quarantine's over
2: no, but, I like, think, why yeah. are they still checking their... Or, like, every um, other I seat, mean, maybe? immediately after. Every other seat.
0: Yeah, not immediately maybe. Well, I don't go to the theater that much anyways. Like, I mean, how, like, everything is coming on Netflix and Hulu and everything nowadays. But,
2: but the theater experience is so much better.
0: It is, but I feel like theaters are slowly gonna be like yeah. a like a nostalgic thing. There, it's just gonna be... Like, I would go to drive-ins, and, and maybe we can watch stuff there, but, like... I think they're going to be it's going to be a rap for theaters in general in a hot minute. We don't need them. Yeah. There's so many things that we don't need that you realize. And then and especially when you uh, realize that you're not an essential person. Man, like I thought that it was going to be
1: knew I'd be essential right now.
0: You said who knew I would be essential? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you oh for your dad?
1: Yeah. Food is essential Food, business. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But like just- And it's booming. <laughs> well, people need, like, again, like, you know, you need that stuff. And uh, I thought it was gonna be like, we were gonna come to realize that robots and AI are gonna be the problem before this stuff, which now we have diseases and robots to think about. So who's oh really, Lord! think about this. The only, the only thing left for people is really just gonna be like art,
2: like- And stimulus checks.
0: yo people are blowing their stimulus checks like so quick they do not care y'all
1: got them already
0: no i live in the house i'm dependent yeah i
2: live in the house i'm dependent
1: oh i'm supposed to get mine but i don't get mine until the mail and i I, I know what i'm spending it on what are you spending it on and half of it is going to go there's some things that i want to put it towards And then the other half is uh, maybe an Apple Watch.
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Listen, the only reason why I'm okay with blowing it on an Apple Watch is because I've been sitting on the decision to get an Apple Watch for a year now. And I was like, do I need it? Do I need it? And as I'm working out, especially at home more and without a heart rate monitor to, like, really... Because ours at the gym is what we get collected for. Um, So I, I don't really have a way to... Track calories and sync everything. Anyways, yeah. That, that you see how
0: nice. you see how Apple dropped their four hundred dollar iPhone so, soon as the stimulus checks hit. Yeah. Apple just pulled a toasty roll
2: of <laughs> of tech, <laughs> <laughs> and and they dropped an iPad like two weeks ago. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Why would they do that right now? Like when the the keynote's in September.
2: People are chilling at home, trying to put press buy on Amazon, Apple. So
1: factual.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, this has been a good podcast. I think uh, this is our future. Everyone's just going to be doing things from home. Um, And it's way more... Isn't it funny
1: that we thought we'd be doing one quarantine podcast? Yeah. And here we are, three or four in.
0: (laughs) I kind of did think that that was going to be like one... We didn't know how serious it was going to get. Absolutely. But you know what? People like us and like people at home... um, that are that have been creating by themselves anyways, are way more entertaining than any of the talk show hosts that are doing their garbage shows from home. Except John Oliver, he's got a good one. Everyone else is like, Oh, let me do stuff with my kids, it'll be cute and stuff. So, ha. In your face, Fallon, Kimmel, whoever else wants it. Oh my um, god.
1: Lily, is that for Lily as well? Does
0: Lily even still do the show? Her episodes exist? are
2: probably still coming out, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: because because so. they're pre recorded? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A while back? Hmm. Okay. Well, it's been fun. Thank you, everybody. We want to hear from you. How's everybody doing? Send us emails. Let's take on some questions and stuff like that. Hit us up on uh, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want to do, at Strange Flavors on everything. Email us, Strange Flavors Podcast at gmail.com. We thank you for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week.
2: Another flavor.
1: A little a stranger.
0: We'll talk to you next
2: time.